Hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Leon. And this is Bad Tales. Look how dark it's been. Do you know what? Don't be looking up a skirt. <laughs> Socks on. I don't care, I'm really sick. Leon, it's that day again. Happy Dad Tales Day, my friend. It's Dad Tales Day, isn't it? That's what it is. How are you doing? It's plumbing Dad Tales Day. Um, I'll be honest, mate, I'm a bit hot. A bit hot? I feel a bit warm. Actually. I've not quite scheduled. Let's not talk about weather. We do <laughs> love it. Is it? Have we, have we got to that age now where it is just about how, what kind of temperature we regulate our bodies at and how we have the house and studio, how we have the studio, yeah, yeah. studio, um, and then type thing. Other than that, can't really grumble. Good, good. <laughs> can't really grumble. Um, I've had a busy day today. Have you? Can I tell you about my day today? Go for it, what have you been doing? I'll tell you about my day. Um, so it's really difficult at the moment, so kids have been here this weekend, to organise anything, because Lexi's now working, so we're trying to work bits and pieces around what she's doing. I don't want to stop her, she's enjoying it. Yeah. And... Whatever money she can earn, then it saves me having to subsidise her lifestyle. Nice. Uh, Andy's playing netball, back playing netball, and that's right smack bang in the middle of a Saturday. So again, organising anything around that because she obviously she likes doing that. But we managed to today, Sunday. It's really Sunday. <laughs> it's not first. It's Sunday. We we made pizzas, which oh, we hadn't done for a nice. while, and I know. So I know that you'll kind of look at this and go, oh, man, you're a bit behind the times with this. But we did puff pastry pizzas today. Ooh, game changer, mate. Absolute game changer. Thomas Baker used to do puff pastry pizzas. Yeah. I don't know why pizza are out doing puff pastry pizzas. Because it's more calories than you could probably shake a stick at. It's full of butter, isn't it? It's like buttery. Nobody gives rats about that. Oh, like cheese. Yeah, exactly. We're loading it with pepperoni and everything. Oh, yeah, so it's like a four peas pizza. Just, just gonna puff throw pastry, this out there. pepperoni, pizza. Did you buy your puff pastry? Yeah. Oh, let me down. <laughs> You've let it's not me the first time, down. and I dare say it won't be the last time. So yeah, but oh man, they're so good. How big did you make them? Not massive. We made kind of two, maybe a bit. This is terrible for a podcast, but can, yeah, can you see, see my yeah, hands? Yeah. You can see. Nobody else can. Yeah. Um, maybe, what, how would you say that was? A foot? I'd say about a 45 centimetre ruler. By about 30 centimetre. A decent 50. size. A decent size. A tray. Oh, you imagine yeah, a tray. A tray, yeah. Good job. So about, about size of that. So I made nice. two of those. So oh, good, It was good. And yeah, just, they're good. You don't find them too greasy? No. So that's the one thing I found about, I mean, Thomas Baker's ones are absolutely beautiful. You had to have them cold. If you had them warm, it was like just dripping with grease, I found. No, I didn't find these were. No, I think time. it's because I'm, I'm top chef. Oh, took me out to you then, mate. And, and again, normally it would just use normal, like, red Leicester cheese. But went for mozzarella. mozzarella. Yeah. It's, it makes a massive difference. Mm. It's not as greasy, is it? No. You don't get a lot of that grease drip off it. No, you don't get none of that running off it. It just sits nicely. You don't need a load of no, it. No, no. Oh, man, it was... That's one thing I've learned about my pizzas. I always try and put too much topping on when you don't need... Because it just, it just turns into like a big sloppy goo. Yeah. Because really, less is more of a pizza. And you go to a restaurant, 
you never go, oh, it's barely hot on here. But there is barely hot on it compared to what, if you, if you were given the ingredients, you'd put far too much ingredients on. Yeah, and you put it in your oven, it's like a dome, yeah, isn't it? You, you, put you, build, you build it, it up, yeah. and then you try and bite it, and everything falls off. You're exactly right. But you are the pe- the pizza king, aren't you? Try to be. You, you definitely I made it are. for a while, like. Yeah. Um, but then that led into Sunday dinner. Yeah. You know how I like my Sunday dinners. I had a Wednesday dinner this week. You had a Wednesday dinner. Yeah. That's, that's a bit of a change, isn't it, to throw a Wednesday dinner? Wednesday, Sunday dinner? Yeah. Would you call it a Wundy dinner? Just one that wonderful, but it was good. <laughs> it was good. Well, that was yeah. the difference between me and you, you see, because I completed it, mate. Completed it. I completed it. Sunday dinner today. Roasties, spot on. Um, what my, what my thing's called? My Jack, Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. Jack, it's <laughs> Yorkshire puddings, spot on. Meat, and I did pork today. And pork is notoriously chewy. Melt in your mouth, mate. Did you do crackling with it? No. See, just, no, sorry to interrupt, like, um, I can't do crackling. I don't like it. And every time I do a, like a joint, I will do the crackling for the kids and Amy. I hate it. But I'll always oh. try a bit and go, yeah, I still don't like it. <laughs> like, like something's going to weird's going to happen. I'm going to go, mm. Is it like you want to like it? I think so. Because everyone's like, oh, crackling's the best. Like, no matter where, it goes like uh, mother and father in laws. And they're like, oh, crackling's. Everyone's like fighting on crackling. And I'm like, grease. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I don't get it. And I eat it and go, yeah, it's awful. It's just like, you can get Oops. crackling in restaurants like a starter. Why? I tell you what. That's got to be a northern thing, hasn't it? I went, I worked away, it must have been a few years ago, and I was in a hotel, and I was, there, I was having my tea by myself, and there was another table across, and there was a woman, and she was having, like, crackling as a starter, and she tried it, and I think she was worried she was going to break her teeth on it, so she left it, and I was this close to going... That going spare ah, and I couldn't believe that they just took it away. I hope somebody in in, uh, in restaurant, no, no, yeah, somebody definitely had to eat that. Crackling um, is good, and it's the only food that you're willing to acceptably eat that's like got a hair in it. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. Like, it's not being shaved properly. Pig haven't been shaved properly yet. It's, I mean, the other day, I said the other day. I can't remember last time I did it, but it's got a stamp on it still. From you know, in the stamp of the pig, <laughs> and I can see it stamp, and I'm cooking it. I'm thinking, oh god, but um. Yeah, I'd like crackling. Go on, back to your Sunday dinner then. What else you did you know? You got the meat right? Meat right. Uh, veg, spot on. It just all came together. So, I want to pull down and piss on your well, parade. Well, I think you are. <laughs> That's what you're here for. What gravy do you use? Yeah, I used packet gravy. Well, you've not you've not, you've not, not completed it, have you? Make your own gravy. Have you ever made your own gravy? I don't think so, no. Oh, it's so good. Make it with juices from meat. I've used the juices from the meat, but the one no, no, the problem being, yeah, the problem being was that um, I did my pocket slow cooker. No, no, that's still your juices. There weren't really juices in there. I put some stock in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> big good. That Absolutely. Actually, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, com- I felt like I completed it, but it was more a nine out of ten. I think I could have done better with gravy. See, for me, gravy makes a Sunday dinner to a point where I won't have, you know, like your gravy, your cheap gravy, do you know, like the Bisto red tube? Bisto? God, you're doing well for yourself. I uh, but I, I buy some red stuff from, I don't know. From... Yeah, but do you know like those like, 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 like pellets out there? Yeah. Not a fan of that. I've got to have like the dust one that's like proper like, like decent more. That's as close as you get to what it's sort of like when you make your own gravy. Yeah, yeah. With gravy powder and corn flour. Oh, make your own gravy. 
Oh, easy. <laughs> I love gravy. Oh, love gravy. That's definitely a northern thing. But yeah, so I was well pleased with that. Um, and the my Yorkshires as well. I'm just getting them absolutely right. They're growing. You know when you see people, or like on telly or on Instagram or something, and they'll, they'll be like these massive Yorkshire puddings. I'm like, how do you get them so big? They got bigger today, Good. but still not. Like, I want it in the size of my head. Lexi loves them as well. She absolutely loves them. Do right? you so end up with big, like, bun-looking ones? So, like, the, the, the whole thing just, like, comes up in one big unit. It's like a big, overgrown, puffy bun. Or do you actually get the dip for the ball in them? So, I use a, uh, like, muffin a, a muffin tin. Yeah, yeah. So, it does, you get, like, the, um, what you call it, like, a cupcake-type bit at the bottom. Yeah. And then it kind of just ovals up, yeah, like so a that, light bulb. Yeah, that's what thing. mine do. Mine, yeah. mine got like that. But some people can make it so it comes up like a, a dish. Like, do you know, like a gravy bowl? Like, yeah. New Yorkshire pudding where you put gravy in. I don't know how people do that. Mine, like I say, mine come up like a mushroom. Best described as like a mushroom. Because they're, they're, they're top fatter than the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Mine will be. I think mine will be the same as well. I love the soggy Yorkshire as well. Oh, in, no, in not like overcooked. Do you know, it's like they're pretty much all hollow. Yeah, like, which is mine. Yeah. See, I prefer with the soggy bottom. Like Why so would you prefer soggy bottom? The bottom's still a bit like doughy, but the top's cooked. I prefer like that. Does that not give you squits? It's flour and milk and eggs. I don't see how. I'm fine. <laughs> your body. It's Yorkshire pudding mix. Your body wouldn't know. Well, of course it's Yorkshire pudding mix. It's making Yorkshire pudding. I mean, uh, pancake mix, isn't it? Yeah. Same thing. Um, so, next thing is, right, okay, this is, I can't really talk about this, but how do you make your Yorkshire pudding mix? Right, so. Um, Self-raising flour. Do you have self-raising flour? You better not be self-raising flour. Who's plain flour? Plain flour. Plain flour? Must have been plain flour. Yeah. Plain flour. Milk. Eggs. Yeah. Bit of salt. But the thing was, somebody told me a secret the other day. And I I don't know if I want to tell you. I don't want to share this information. So you mix up your batter. Yeah. So it's smooth. Yeah. Get some air in it, go on. Yeah. yeah, and then put it in the fridge. Yeah, the colder the, cold, the better. Yeah. You get better reaction. But what you, I did... The tray has to be absolutely piping hot. So what I did with my tray today was put a bit of, uh, like, one cow in. Oh, see how loud mine. Ah, wait on. One cowed it, put the tin in, got the tin hot, mm. then added a bit of oil, yeah. got the oil so it was proper bubbling. So yeah. as soon as you put that mix in, yeah, it is, yeah. it's tingling. It's already cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, that's right. Gordon Ramsay yeah. told me that. Did nice. Yeah. So get your tin hot first, yeah. but then add your oil. Yeah. Keep your oil, keep put it back in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you want Callum, because it's pointless that. Just that extra heat. It's pointless one cal because you can never use one spray. Yeah. It's like eighteen sprays. So anyway, but your quantities, eggs to milk to flour. Seventy grams flour. Yeah. Two medium-sized eggs. Right. I think it's 100 mils of milk. And the other bit is just a little sprinkle of love. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> nice. I've always been taught it's equal portions of each. So I have, I have this, like, cup. So I have this cup. We, we have a cup because you've got it from Amy. But you fill it with eggs. So no matter how many eggs it takes to fill the cup to the brim, and you save a full cup full of sugar, flour and a full cup of milk, and then whisk it up big time and then just before it goes in add a drop of cold water so obviously give it its coolness we'll put a drop it's, of cold water. it's an interesting uh, theory it's equal, equal portions of each it's interesting but it's clearly wrong 
to that bag now. <laughs> it's not what our garden says. I, I wonder if 70 grams, uh, 70 mils of milk, did you say, whatever it is, I wonder if that equates, equates to the same like measurements. Well, to be fair, I got it off the BBC website because I watched a Gordon Ramsay one and he went through it but didn't give you any ingredients. It didn't, it just, yeah, there was no quantities to it. So I got one off the BBC one because that was the shortest video yeah. and my attention span's not that great. I do, I do think all them equal measure things mean nothing because my sister-in-law does it all by freehand. She'll just pour a load into a mixing bowl of flour, pour milk free freehand and then just crack a couple of eggs in. Yeah. There's no, no science there. Whereas I'm like quite... They've all got to be equal measures of each other. I suppose, as long as you get that consistency at the end. Yeah. I think I think she will, if it's really yeah. thick, she'll add a bit more milk and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. If it's really runny, she'll add more flour and stuff. But I just think, well, if you if you nail that, if you absolutely nail that and go, right, I've cracked it, right, what was your quantities? Well, I did it freehand. Yeah. She, I mean, she never, she never messes them up and stuff, but I'm always like, I, the scientist, science in me says, the method is and the ingredients must be the same, or she's not going to get the you same. Watch you watch them on Bake Off, though. I mean, I, I love Bake Off. You watch them on that. They're just scooping stuff in. They're just throwing stuff they're in. They're not, because they're all pre-measured. No, but you get, they'll get like a jar of flour, and they're just like chucking it in, but not. they won't put all of it in. They'll just put some of it in. Yeah, but there'll be certain like bread and stuff like that. You do do that to, 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 to <laughs> you, you said do-do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if it, anything that requires measurement, they're already in glass dishes, if you notice. Yeah. Measured out. Don't take the magic away. No, I'm just saying. Don't take the magic away. Um... How's your week been? Yeah, steady, steady, steady away, steady away. Had better weeks. Yeah, I've had, yeah, massively better weeks. Um, elephant in the room. I've, I lost my sister this week, which was a bit difficult. Um, but yes, there, there goes our number one listener. <laughs> well, it was yeah as well, wasn't it? So, but yeah, it's um, it's been a, it's been a strange week, it's been a testing week. But, um, do you know what? One thing that's... And I'll try and get through this without proper crying and that. But uh, there was loads of messages going up on, on Facebook and stuff. And your mum put a message up. And there must have been over 500 comments, yeah. 600 comments saying what a lovely person she was. She's obviously, just like Dan was, an absolute character around town. Everybody sort of knew who she was. And is this not a time where we need to sort of tell people that now? Yeah. And, I mean, you can't tell everybody, you know, what impact having us but you know we we're gonna get up to that big c day aren't we soon the americans have the thanksgiving and and they have thanks for stuff should we not try and incorporate something into that into our christmas day mm. so like we've kind of got away from that when we have sunday day about talking about what we're looking forward to what we're grateful for it's something really we need to get back involved and just say what are we thankful for yeah and you know i see them every weekend to do it every two weeks isn't a chore you know yeah and it's just them little things, yeah. I'm thankful that, you know, it was sunny today when I played football or them types of things. And then yeah. if there is somebody that you can be grateful to have in your life, I think it's just nice to kind of, you know, it's sometimes too late in it to, yeah, well, to say that stuff. That's that's the worst thing, obviously. It came such a big shock and out of, out of nowhere sort of thing. No one had really a chance to say bye or reflect. Or, and she knew she was loved because, like I say, my, my two kids absolutely adore the job, I mean, and vice yeah. versa, and stuff like that. But that, you're right, it's time to tell people who means a lot to you because flick of a switch and someone's disappeared out of your life and you don't yeah. get an opportunity to say bye or whatever and things like that. But um, yeah, completely right. I think we need to uh, start to start to give them I think so. I think so. I don't know how. And the thing is, it's got to be something that we ingrain within ourselves, though. With everything that comes around, it's like, oh, we'll do this now because we're reacting to something. Yeah. Let's make it part of our 
you know, yeah. if we sat down for Sunday dinner or if you go on a long car journey, you know, you just chat about it then. Yeah. I think it's as well as nice as it's nice to talk about people that aren't here as well. Mm. And again, there's nothing ashamed about being upset about stuff and things no, like that. And yeah, I think we need to get over that as well, especially with men and stuff, the stigma of it's okay to be emotional, it's okay to be not okay. I think that's a hard thing. There's yeah. a stigma and I think it's still there. That women are more better at this than being, you know, when they say they're not okay, they're not okay. And they'll talk about it, whereas men don't. I think we need to break that stigma as well, which is a big, big issue, really. But yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. So that's what we're going to try and encourage you to do. Not just this week. Well, what we're encouraging you to do this week, and, and if people listen to this three or four months down the line, then just incorporate it somehow into your weekly life. Mm. You know, be thankful for something and, you know, be thankful for someone maybe that's in your life that's, yeah. that's done something, whether that be a friend or something else. And alternatively, if there is somebody, because I, I was talking to somebody this week as well about in fact it wasn't this week it was it was a couple of weeks ago and i'd met up with them for i'd not seen them for a while and i was just asking about other people that we had you know friends in common with and she said oh well i've not spoke to them for for ages and i said well, why don't you just contact her mm. and she thought there was some sort of issue there i said well, she might be thinking the same thing yeah. you know life's too short to kind of be be, be hang, hung up, hang, hanged up, hung up, hung up yeah. on minor things. Just, just reach out, reach out, and just have a have a chat with somebody, somebody that you've not spoken to for a while, and just ask them how they're doing. Yeah. And we, you've got absolutely no excuses now because if you don't have the phone number, chances are nine times out of ten they're on some sort of yeah, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, or whatever. You can just drop them a message and just. There is some way generally of contacting somebody in there. Yeah. Or contact a friend for a friend of a friend. You know, there's a way in. Um, so that's homework for everybody. Everybody's listening this week. Check in on somebody. Check in on somebody and just be thankful for, for people that you've got around you. Yeah. Just on that, just to sort of try and uh, take it a little bit more light-hearted um, without obviously taking away the seriousness of what we've just talked about. Um, I'd like you to give me a compliment. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> I'll tell you what is a compliment. How do you cut your own hair? Right, I've groomed it. This might be something that we, we need to discuss on the podcast at some point. So I last went to a hairdresser's just before you got married. Yeah. Remind me how long you've been married. 11 years. 11 years. I know that's right. I think it is. I've got it right. Yeah, I think oh, 10 years. It was 10 years this year. Was it 10 years this year? Oh, it's 10 year anniversary. Oh, God, we, might, we might have to release this next year. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. It's, uh, we're in 2000, I got married in 2011. So yeah, 10 years. It's 10 years this year. I don't know, I've got 11 years from, but I'm sorry. Last year was a, a tough year, wasn't it, with lockdown? It felt like two yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I got my hair cut before I went on your stag do, and then, which was in the May, and then you got married in the August. You get cut for and I got it just before we got, you got married as well. And I haven't been to a hairdresser since. To be fair, you wouldn't tell, and this is a compliment, you would not tell. <laughs> there you cutting go. Cutting your own hair. Your beard looks a bit scraggly today. You've cut that a bit old. But um, you, I, honestly, when you cut your hair, I was thinking, how have you done that? Yeah. I mean, I, I could get close and start scrutinising. I'm sure if, if there was a proper hairdresser looking at it, they'd go, wow, there's a bit missing there. <laughs> junk, junk out there. But 
yeah, I've cut me on air for the last ten. And it's not like like you. You will go in ten years' time. Go, yeah, I've been to an address for ten years. Yeah, because because you haven't gone away. No, but I, I still go to addresses. Why? Because it's nice to actually get your hair cut by someone properly, and they they can do. Like I get shaving. I get the shaver out of my head. But actually, they they go to like a much better detail of like taking me right back to wood, and they'll trim my beard in, shape my beard up, like sort my beard out to like it's an equal length and stuff like that. Because your beard grows in different lengths. Like my, my tash grows way quicker than anything else. Yeah, mine so too. If, if I don't keep up with my beard, if I'm growing a beard, I don't keep up with it. I have this big, thick, bushy tash, but then the rest of my beard is like a bit scraggly, a bit wiry. Whenever I cut my own hair, it's like a two-day haircut. So I'll cut it today, and then tomorrow I'll think, oh, there's a bit yeah. bit missing there, which I've already done already today. But yeah, I'm better at cutting my hair than I am trimming my beard. Which is weird, because I... I like, I don't know how you do the back. Like, honestly, sometimes I'll shave my head and I'll, I'll get out and I'll um, I'll, dry, I'll dry myself off and stuff like that. And I'll go, I'll go look in the mirror and I'm like, there's like a, a, like a, a tuft of hair where I've completely, <laughs> somehow I've missed it. Like, with, and I go into water and do like loads of brush strokes like with my head. I'm, I'm constantly like, just like, it's easy to do your head because you just go crazy with thingy. But I'll get out and it'll be like a tuft of hair. I'm like, I haven't missed that. But yet, back of your head, I've got like a big, oh, hang on, where it is. <laughs> Do you have two mirrors? No. You do I, I all blind like freehand. I, I generally have one mirror. I have one mirror How? which I look into. I've been doing it ten years. This might be the one thing in life Turn around that I'm actually back good. Your head. <laughs> <laughs> How? Honestly, there's no secret to it. I just cut it. Just... I've had. I, I have. It's only in sort of last couple of years I've started using like a um, clippers. Yeah. But generally, do, before do, that, it's just you, scissors. Do you, what is it as well? Do you like do like a six, a five, a four, a three, and like grade it in? No, I can't. I ain't that good. Uh, I'm not. You know, I'm not Vidal Sassoon. But yeah, I'm a. Just doing your own mirror, like cause I do sometimes. I'm shaving and stuff. Obviously, everything's slightly back to front in it, and I'll go. I'll go to like move right and face, but I'll go left. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like fucking like shaving my nose. I'm like, I want to go to my ear. Why would I go to my ear? What's for some reason, sometimes I look in the mirror and I just can't comprehend my left and my right. Does that ever happen to you? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, and you're trying to, yeah, you're trying to go one way and, you, and your brain won't go, well, just move your arm yeah, back. Yeah, you're like going further. Because <laughs> when I do my, like, my sideburns, obviously I've shaved on my head, but I can't, I can't do my sideburns. I get out and get in front of the mirror. So I'll do all my head and I'll shave my thing. But I'm like, I've done my eyebrows. What am I doing? I've got the wrong way. We maybe have to have grooming as a topic. What is your grooming regime? Just when he's doing everything, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just like armpits and um, yeah. I mean, do you shave your armpits? I trim them. I teach classes, don't I? So I've got, sometimes I've got a vest on and stuff. And? Like body, but yeah, put me out for an end. There's a great big bush hanging out. Doesn't look really good. But, Stop um, wearing vests. <laughs> I have to for balance because t-shirts get caught up on. When I do my yoga plies and Tai Chi, oh, um, a, a t-shirt gets caught up under your armpit and stuff, and then you. The more, the more I'm like doing my down dog, then we top for it, and then people see my belly, and that's even worse. Whereas like a vest gives me freedom from my shoulders and my arms. <clears throat> so yeah, wow. but what what comes with that is if I if I've not got a t-shirt, I've got a vest on, I have to shave it back, so I have to get Mrs. to shave. Oh my! <laughs> it's like it's like sheep shearing. I'm on all fours. You like? Do <laughs> <laughs> then does she then go around with Uber afterwards, or do you have to do that? I have to do it. I have to clean up. She just whacks me and goes, get out of here, like. 
<laughs> she stamped you. Pretty much, yeah. They punched at ribs and she's finished. But yeah, she left him back because I've said that you can't do your own back. No, you're right. You and can't. for some bizarre reason, from my ears downwards, I'm hairy as hell. Ears up, I've got no hair. It's, well, that that's my compliment to you, is that if we go back five, five or six years, you, you kept the hair for a long time, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah, I kept it longer than I should have done. Yeah, there was, there was comb overs, there was, you was dragging that from everywhere at yeah. one point. Well, actually, you suit a bald head. I've, I've sort of got, I've had my... I you don't have a lot of choice. No, no. I get that. But I've, I, I mean, I've shaved my head before, and I looked. You look like that bear from Bo Selector, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked like I was on a final destination somewhere. It, it didn't look the best because I just don't have the right shaped head. But I, I, li- I would like to think if I just wanted to shave it all off, I could, without looking like a. I think tool. you just get used to it. Like people say, oh, you got the shape of, you got a head shape of a. A bald, bald head, and I was thinking when I first did it, I was like, "Oh, I made a mistake here." Do you know? Because obviously, it's just a shock to look at your head. Well, I started off with like number one, I think, and then I, then I went shorter and shorter. And Amy didn't want a bald head, did she? What? And she now she's got one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think you just get used to it. Like, cause I've been funny, but you look at someone with bald head, you go, "Oh, you got the shape of a bald head." Everyone's got, I mean, you see some people bothered, they've got like weird shape heads. I often they? look at people though and think, you look like you should wear glasses. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Like certain people you think, do you not wear glasses? You look like you should wear glasses. They just have a face that's missing something. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I've never ever done that. Have you I not? Sometimes look at people and go, you need a different pair of glasses, they don't suit you. Got us two, the fashion gurus. I'll get some contacts in there. But yeah, no, I've never looked at someone gone, any glasses? Yeah. I think unless they're walking around going like with their hands in front of them and walking into things, then I think many glasses. Yeah. Only three D movie, not understanding how it works. Yep. That'd be another time, wouldn't it? Give us your facts, 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 so, facts. Your week. Your week, week for facts. Yeah. I get a little bit nervous about this. Uh we got animal facts this week. Oh. We have animal facts. A rhino's horn is the toughest bone in the world, or well, strongest if you want to call we it. We are like a, like a horny rhino. We do. Nearly 3% of ice in the Antarctic is penguin Cold. urine. Cold. <laughs> penguin urine. Nearly 3% of the ice in the Antarctic is penguin urine. A rhinoceros' horn is the toughest bone in the animal kingdom. Oh, they're two really good facts. Well, only one of them's a fact. Only one's real, yeah. And nearly 3% of the ice in the Antarctic is penguin's urine. Hmm. I'm trying to think what other bone would be harder and stronger than a rhino's horn. Does that get harder at any point? Like, does it start hard or like start soft when it's born and then as he grows up and maybe meets lady rhinos? I don't know. <laughs> Gets more horn. <laughs> What other bone could be as hard? What bones do they have in Viking helmets? Um, like antler type things, aren't they? Hmm. Definitely not rhino horns. They're very big, are they? I think. Now, if you say, if I'm, I'm going to go with the penguin one, but if that's wrong and you say it's wrong because it's 4%, <laughs> I'm not going to be happy. 
But just because that's so obscure, I'm going to go with that. And right. I, I think that, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, nice. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Because the Antarctic's a fairly big place. Yeah, so they pee and then it freezes. Yeah. And it just becomes part of the... So, so is this part of, like, global warming? Yeah. As long as they're melting the ice, not us. But they're creating ice then, aren't they? No, they just they're peeing and it's melting the ice. Oh, it's melting. It's not freezing it then. Well, 3% of the ice is penguin urine. So they pee on it, I presume it melts. I don't suppose it comes out frozen. <laughs> like that Mr. Penguin drinks machine you used to get. Pass. Do you never have one then? No. It was like a... Yeah, like was, it, was it a penguin? Was it a snowman? It had its belly, and you put like ice in its belly, and you turned this thing at the back, and it used to crush ice, and then you poured juice in it and had like a drink. You never had one. You never had one? No. Maybe before your time. So the rhino horn one is a rhinoceros horn is made entirely from hair. Ah, now you said that. I think I knew that, that one. Yeah, I think so. I changed it to strongest bone. It's a very hairy episode, this, isn't it? Yeah. But how, how weird is that though? A rhino's horn is actual hair that fuses together. Yeah. So it's so it's not very strong then. No, it's really strong. It's really really strong, but it's obviously made of hair. It's not it's not the strongest bone because it's not made of bone. Ah, see where you've gone with that now, you little trickster. Right. Well, yeah, it's really strong. It's, you know, I love a rhino as well. Really? Yeah, because I just think I think if I if I was a a, 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 like a, a zoo animal, if I was a zoo animal, you're gonna be a rhino. I think I'd want to be a rhino because they're just like, you know, like just I'd imagine whenever they walk around, there's just like that kind of Jurassic Park music playing, and they're just like. Mm, mm, mm. And they've got that big, massive horn, and they can run really fast, can't they? Uh, yeah. Well, I've said that now. Fast. I've said that now. Fast compared to what? Well, fast you compared me, to or... me. <laughs> I'm swear that they're quite fast runners, and I'm sure, sure somebody, somebody will correct us, like they did with you and your mileage, football stadiums. Um. Yeah, I think, yeah, if I was an... Oh, they're just so big and... Brrr. So elephants. So hippos. <laughs> yeah, well, I like a rhino better, all right? All right. Why are you here to judge? I don't know. I like elephants as well. I like elephants. I think elephants are pretty cool. Elephants are quite emotional as well, aren't yeah. they? They've got good memories, haven't they, apparently? Yeah, but they've got a big nose, haven't they? Can't have it all. <laughs> is, is that a thing? <laughs> big nose and big ears. You know, if that's going to be a, a bad feature, you want one or the other. Have you seen that new science study this week? No. That uh, a, a nose has a direct correlation to the size of your... <laughs> Doorbell? <laughs> yeah. They said that's not true. No, apparently scientists have proved, so people who've got bigger noses actually tend to have bigger winkies. God. It, it's proper scientifically proven. Like, they've, they've done like a... Some sort of study, once again, wasting science money when they've got a COVID <laughs> pandemic. So, so I struggle to pee in front of people. Now I'm going to just have to wear my face mask all the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I can't believe it. It's actually true. So if someone's got a bigger nose, has a... Is this scientist by any chance got, got a massive, massive nose? <laughs> but yeah, I can believe it. I'll, I'll share I'll share the social media. It's a genuine thing. Absolutely. So like all, all this week I've seen people who've been tagging people in. We've got big big hooters saying, ladies, do you know, come see this guy. Schnozzle town. 
Yeah. Absolute load of rhubarb. My plonker of the pod is that numpty, and I think I'm allowed to call him a numpty, that just legged it on the pitch in the middle at rugby game. Oh, Did you see that? Today, the the yeah. Wales rugby game? Yeah. As a spectator, it obviously had a few beers and just thought, I'm just going to completely ruin this game. Yeah. And it was in play. It wasn't like streakers where they just go across when the ball's gone out of play. But they was going for a try, and yeah, they didn't get it. Yeah, I, I, it, I saw, saw it. Um, I didn't realize they didn't get the try because sort of, like the play like sort of went round him. Like, they sort of tripped over him, there, didn't they? Yeah, but then I think the referee stopped it because the ball the ball had stopped at some point. They didn't get it over the line anyway. Um, and I think if they had got it over the line, it'd probably been stopped anyway. But it just uh, you know we are we've all had a drink. Mate. So this goes back to what nationality was he? I genuinely don't know. Who was Wales playing? Uh, there was could it be Australia? So if yellow. he was Australian, he could have purposely. This is this is my problem with like you know certain things. Yeah. Like there was on about um, what was he on about doing? There was on about doing like a stadium ban for somewhere. And it was something to do with ultras. So if someone can remember this when as I describe it, you can correct me. But some ultras have been banned from the stadium. And what there was what they said was if they get one more banning order or they do something, that's it. They're going to get like a twelve month or the, the team gets dot points or something like that. So what, what was going to happen is the ultras of the opposite team in the city, so let's say it's Milan Derby, Inter versus ah, AC. Yeah. So all the Inter fans, and it won't these two clubs, was pretty much going to say, right, we'll go pretend we're them, they'll get points deducted, and we'll just pretend we're the ultras. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, you can't do this because we don't know who's who. We don't know who legitimately, unless they've got like a tattoo of like that, that, that branded yeah. to them. They can, anyone can pretend who anyone is. So if he, if he was like an Aussie, and ruins it or whatever to try and stop wheels or I don't know. Do you want know, to try and say it? like the thing was, it didn't look like he wanted to stop the game. It didn't look like anything. Um, it just looked like a drunk guy that went, "I want to have my five minutes of fame here." Yeah. And I think that's the sad thing because it'll all have been about, oh, how many likes am I going to get on this? How many shares? How many? You know, yeah. I might even get on Good Morning Britain on Monday, apologising, saying, "Oh, I was just so drunk." Yeah. yeah. Too little, too late, pal. Uh, just an absolute spoon. And the unfortunate thing is, if stuff like that happens, if people can get onto the pitch towards our players, I mean, see the game where... That New I'm going Zealand back, guy. Well, see I'm thinking when Jack Grealish got punched oh, yeah, by yeah. a fan. Yeah. That, that could happen. I mean, hopefully security checks are still quite strict into yeah. stadiums and things, but it's not to say people can't get attacked on yeah. pitch. And it's just... What we don't want is like barriers up and stuff like that and yeah, go back to the old school days or, or worst case still and just go nobody's coming in yeah. nobody's coming which in. that guy went to new zealand rugby team all blacks so a guy a guy and pretty much if you follow like his story on instagram coming up to it he's in the car and he's showing his, his new zealand all black kit and stuff and on back he's got his name with 69 at the back of it course he has Bre- 69 breaks on and he just stands enough for the team photo and stuff and a couple of them look at him like it was that, but then he gets escorted away, right? Now, if he had COVID and he puts the all blacks out or whatever, yeah. then should or someone then like passes away from that, is he not liable or prosecuted? Yeah, we're not in a world at the moment, are we, where this thing is acceptable? Yeah. And because he, he stood with him, and I, I want to say linked with the person next to him, because obviously they did like the, the, you know, the team photo where they all lined up. Yeah. He popped onto end while they do the photo. I'm thinking, if you've. Passed on anything to him, or it's all like pranks, isn't it? It's all about getting 
views and stuff online. It's a weird world we live in. It's a proper weird world. Weird world. Who's your plonk of the pod? My plonk of the pod is a guy. It's always a guy, isn't it? It's always a guy. Who called the police? He lives in Florida. Florida man called the cops to report that his drug stash had been stolen. <laughs> Why? Like, there are things where you're a Johnny criminal selling drugs. You can't report that. That's crime on crime. That's too shit. Yeah, what are the police supposed to do at this point? Go, oh, thanks for that info. We'll go out looking for it. And when we find it, we'll return it for you. So you can arrest you. Yeah. I I mean, that is a proper plonker, isn't it? I think come end of, maybe end of this year, and we'll go through all the plonkers we've had, and we'll do a top 10. That's definitely going to be up there. Was you saying something crazy is going to happen for end of this year? Yeah, something crazy is going to happen, isn't it? Something more weirder than we've already talked about. I just think week on week, people are getting more and more stupid. Yeah. I shout at more people <laughs> than, you ever have done. than I ever have done. And it gets worse every week. Yeah. Um, so, so, so I was a plonker this week. So um, obviously family been coming down to see us and stuff like that. My mother's maiden name is Prince. So her side of family, some of them are called Prince. And I've got a cousin called Andrew. And, and, uh, and, and Tessie said, um, uh, who's, who's, who's the, who's my mum's? And I said, oh, Andrew's here. And she said, which Andrew? And, and I was like, Prince Andrew. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was like, oh, Prince Andrew's coming. I was like, yeah. Because obviously I'm just like Andrew Prince in my head, but obviously we've got the, we've got the names the wrong way around. So he's thinking Prince Andrew. And I'm like, yeah, Andrew Prince is there. Do you know what I mean? And for like 10 seconds, he was like, why? Why is he come? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like... I don't think he's the kind of guy you want. <laughs> no, not particularly. Not at the moment. Look at my kids on there, so... <laughs> Dear. Um, my final bit of admin that I've just got to go through is, obviously, if anybody... We've, we've, got, we've done a couple of TikToks, they're out there. They're booming. They're doing really well. And we've, we keep putting out there that we want people to tag us in something. Right, we need a bit of a disclaimer on this because I've seen a TikTok today and I'm thinking if people see that and think, we'll get dad tales to do that. And it was a guy that had put some female um, lingerie on, shall we say, underneath his trousers, then gone into certain shops and like been bending over on purpose. I don't want to be doing that. <laughs> Not do I. I know someone that might do it though. <laughs> I don't know if there's any underwear that's large enough in a female size that's going to get mine or your ass in it. Fair comment. So, yeah, let's not... Um, just good TikToks, please. Yeah. Just So if you want us to, to have a goat one, we'll, we'll have a goat one. Um, but can it be nice? Yeah. Funny. Let's go funny. Let's not go funny. Nice, but funny. Um, we can always put our own twist on it. <coughs> um. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. We're happy to do that, aren't we? Yeah, like good TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's actually booming. Why is it when we start getting paid? Uh, it's about fifty million. Is it millions? Yeah, like there's a lot. A dollar. You, yeah, you don't get a lot for it. We're not, but we're not in it for money. We're not. But I'm thinking. Would be nice. Wouldn't it? I can say it, I'm thinking. <laughs> I wonder what it is when it actually kicks out that, yeah. that threshold. We, <laughs> we never get all back from podcasts yet. We have loads of listeners. Yeah, I think YouTube's where it's at. I think you make more money on YouTube. Yeah. But again, you've still got to get thousands and thousands of views yeah. on that. 
to get anything. Once again, it goes back to the weird world we live in, where there's people making money off people watching. And I know, I know it's an advertisement. That's what the like, people don't care what content they're putting out as long as it's getting people watching it because it's actually the advertisement that's paying for it. Yeah, it's so ass about face for me. TikTok's really weird as well because there's you. I mean, I'm I'm probably a little bit biased, but I think our videos are very funny. Mm. If I was just general Joe public and I watched them, I think. In fact, I watch our videos and I still laugh at them, and I know exactly what's going to happen. But there's a lot of videos out there. And I'm thinking this is rubbish. This yeah. is just somebody Someone's talking random. It's like yeah, or talking to a horse, and it'll have like fifty six million views. Yeah. Um, do you know that one that I did where all dads are dumb? Not all dads are dumb. Yeah. I've seen loads of them this week, and it was like. Not all blondes are dumb. Not all uh, a construction man is like all construction workers are dumb. And so like, I've seen loads this week of them. Jumped on it, didn't they? They've probably seen ours and gone, oh, that'll be right. I didn't yeah, like that. Yeah. But anyway, keep in touch and we'll do all this again next week. See you next week, my friend. See you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. Keep yourself smiling, mate. Stay safe, mate. See you in a bit. Thank you for listening right to the end of this week's podcast and we hope that you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore or get involved by emailing us at dadtales at outlook.com. You can also now join our Facebook page by searching Dad Tales. Keep the feedback coming. We are genuinely humbled by all the input and the comments you are providing us. Stay safe, celebrate small victories and keep smiling. Mm-hmm.